Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can get them, but can you keep them? When I walk, when I walk, when I walk, when I You're tuned in to Girl Stop Playing, and I'm your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. I'm bringing you the information and the conversations to help you make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And we have one of my favorite working women in the building. She ain't new to this. My girl is true to this. We got <laughs> Chef Aki in the studio. Hey, Bo. Hey, honey. How are you? I am so good. When I was sitting here thinking just through this introduction, there's so many things. That, and I didn't even give you a whole introduction. I'm going to let you give yourself an introduction. Mm-hmm. But there's so many things that I could say of, like, my experience with you over the years. I think that we met through business. Mm-hmm. So you actually were a speaker at one of my events at Workplace Play, like, 20 mm-hmm. 17 2018 yes, something yes. like that maybe it was nope it was 2016 because we okay. went to cuba together Ooh, in 2017 y'all the worst trip i ever went on in my life okay we'll talk Horrible. about that we'll talk about, we're we not gonna talk about that we did bond that was a bonding <laughs> moment for us bond. that was the first time that i ever landed somewhere and immediately was ready to go home yeah. like i was walked same. like walked into the airport and was like oh yeah nah yeah same it was and, awful. It, and it didn't get better. It did not get better. <laughs> Girl, there was no upside yeah. to that trip. It was the ocean, the clean ocean that seemed like it hadn't been touched in 50 years was probably the best part. But <sighs> yeah, no, it was <sighs> very bad. Wasn't you know what though? It was my it was definitely my fault because I brought it to you like, girl, let's go to Cuba. She did. I did. We got some cheap-ass flights. It's her but fault. But let me tell you why I ended up in Cuba. You know how I ended up there though? <laughs> what? Them damn pictures. Everybody's oh. photos and y'all this this is what I thought. This is what you get for not doing your research. Mm-hmm. I saw everybody in the old school cars with all the colorful photos and I'm thinking, "Ooh, that looks like so much fun." Not realizing Mm-mm. that they're not in those cars for fun. Yes. Those yeah. are their vehicles. They don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. <laughs> it was like being in a time machine, like back yes, to the was. 50s. It was absolutely crazy. Post-war vibes everywhere very much so like y'all don't know stopped. what's going on in the rest of the world yes. y'all don't even realize how far behind you are that yeah. was crazy yeah yeah and it really showed me the power that americans have to just Cut dismantle and control a country yeah it's phenomenal that's outrageous yeah so let's start with um let's start with the repatriation 
repatriation repatriation (laughs) because i think cuba very much so gives me like that to me is what i feel like my life would be like if i leave the united states understood understood i think a lot of people have that idea as well am i wrong uh you are wrong okay help me get me right wrong um so (laughs) you know to each his own when it comes to lifestyle right And I think that as Americans, we do get used to a lot of creature comforts. And um, for me, I really needed a balance Mm -hmm. because I do like my creature comforts. And there are certain things that I just- a creature comfort? A creature comfort is just, you know, the the all the little things what we say are little. I'm sure they're huge to others. Got like hot water. For for example, my most of my neighbors likely don't have a dryer. Instead, they dry their clothes outside. Uh Yes, in Belize. Um, so for me, that's a creature comfort that I truly enjoy. Why? Because I want that crispy, fresh, warm towel, fresh out the shower. I personally really like that. Now, have I tried to say, well, let me see what this would be like just to hang my clothes out and see how it would be. The truth is it's so hot and it's so breezy that by the time I took my clothes off the line, I realized half the stuff that I wear, it's also summery clothing. It's very thin. Right, so half the time I, I end up not needing the dryer mm-hmm. unless it's my blankets and towels. So, you know, there's creature comforts sometimes have to do with your environment. Gotcha. So I'm learning, I'm learning. What's another something that we probably take for granted? Oh man, I could tell you so many things. Um, I would say one of the things is that in a lot of countries, third world countries, the electricity will turn off randomly. Randomly, okay. Now, in truth, it's nowhere near as bad where I am as I've heard it can be in certain countries in Africa, et cetera. Where I am in the three years that I've been in Belize, it's turned off maybe three times. How long is it staying off? And it's usually on an average maybe 10 minutes. Okay. So this is not extreme, but it is abrupt. And it is like, whoa, I was just into that Netflix movie. It just happened here. Well, and then we look outside and we see the whole town's dark and people are just go out on their porch and have a beer and wait for 10 minutes and go back in and start life and i it's 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 become kind of fun to me when it happens i'm like oh let's just have it a party, again. party outside oh, i just gotta relax wow. <laughs> so it's not huge but it is different very different okay what what is the and i feel like there's when i think of this conversation it's almost like the type of traveler that you are because you know mm. you got some type of travelers like me i want to be on the resort like unlimited I'm like an unlimited, all-inclusive yes. resort type of girl. I don't want to yes. think about anything. I don't want to pay for anything extra. Everything's already covered. Let's just do it. That's me. Yep. Some travelers are more like adventure travelers True. or they want to get out. They want to be with the locals. They want to like yes. immerse themselves in the, culture. in the culture. I feel like you are probably more on the cultural side than the all-inclusive side. So for yeah. you, I assume mm-hmm. that this was an easier transition. Because you are very much so the retreats that you do, right? Mm -hmm. They're very much so, I think, Mm -hmm. because I have not personally been, Mm -hmm. but they seem like they're very immersed into nature. Like you're you're with the locals, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're doing all of Mm -hmm. these things. Mm -hmm. Well, I try to keep a really good balance Mm -hmm. um, because I understand who I'm serving. And I think that black women, I must say, we are some of the pickiest. We are. When it comes to everything, we like what we like. And so I I get it, you know, so I really try to to serve them in that way and give them the best of both worlds. All of my retreats are at five-star luxury resorts, period, point blank. Um, I I know for me, a a big thing is sheets, beds. If that bed's not soft and those sheets are not soft, I just cannot do it. I just can't do it. So I look for that. 
And then I try to kind of work with the resort to give my girls an immersive experience option. So maybe out of that six days, you know, we'll have one day where we do a jungle trail and we see something historical and we go to a waterfall and we can do all of our beautiful feminine rites, mm -hmm. sacred rituals. Singing in the jungle. You know, That's we what can, I say. Yes. I could be singing in the jungle, I'd be singing in the jungle, honey. And so we do all of those things because that's the goal really of the S&W retreat is to give women a place to heal outside of their natural environment. And sometimes to heal, we gotta get out of what we're used mm -hmm. to. It might be a little uncomfortable, but it's not a lot of women that could say, I walked into the forest for a whole day by myself and just let God talk to me. Sometimes you need to take your ass and just go be quiet. Have you been to a, um, is it called a silent retreat? Have yes, you been I one have. Of those? Yes, I have. How long did you do it? Yes, I have. I was at a silent retreat for five days. And I was, I went because I was asked to serve at that retreat okay. as a chef, okay? So I was a silent chef, okay? But they gave me this, I mean, they gave me the most beautiful room in this beautiful home. And it was overlooking the mountains and I had a beautiful sun deck that I could tan on. And what we would do is when it was time to say any words at the end of the evening, there would be a bell. And we would hear the bell and we would know, okay, we're gonna gather for dinner and we're gonna say, this is how our day went in silence. And to be honest, it was the most absolutely peaceful and beautiful experience just for people to just shut up <laughs> was so good for me. In theory, I feel like that would not be the worst thing ever, but five days. It yeah. seems like extreme. Is it like fasting? How like once you get through like the first day or day two, it's like mm. you're you got it. Is it like that? Like once you get through the initial. I think it depends on the kind of woman you are and where you are in your own evolution and journey. Honestly, because for me at that time, there was a time in my life where I think it would have felt that way. But for me at the time, I was a new mom. I had a crying, crazy baby. I was tired. I had so many books I wanted to read. So many things I wanted to write about. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a thinker. I'm a visionary. So for me, it was like, oh, good riddance, great. Okay. Well, now I can get to what I really want to do, which is to write my life journey, my life plans. I get to read my favorite books. I get to tend in the Son, I get to hear all my favorite music. I get to write songs and sing to myself. I'm never bored. So for me, it was divine. It was good. It was good. Divine. Okay. So at your retreats, what are some of the return to yourself activities that you're doing with these ladies? Mm, great question. So we have a day of silence on the retreat. And um, I, I feel like out of all the amazing things we do, it's one of the most impactful because women just don't they, don't, they don't get a day of silence. Just not one damn day of silence. So that's one of the things, I think one of the other things that we do on a retreat is something called Qigong. Mm -hmm. And I teach Qigong to women to help them to uh, do stress management, you know, to get stress out of their bodies. What is it? What is Qigong? Um, so Qigong basically just means it's life force energy that you're manipulating in the body through movement. So it's life force uh, energy movement. So in these practices, you'll basically have very specific positioning and through rooting into the ground, which is how I do it, getting them barefoot in the ground. Um, I take them through a series of breathwork exercises and specific movements to target certain areas of the body to release pain and stress and anger. And you'll see some of this in the video clips that I um, promote these uh, retreats. But it's very, very powerful because we are holding pain all throughout our bodies, all throughout the so hips, much stress. Right? I always hear about the hips. Oh, definitely. Like trauma and what is that? For me, it's the for me, it's the neck. 
the shoulders, but definitely the hips, the head. We do tapping exercises where mm. we are tapping our meridians and opening all of our chakras and portals. I mean, but the hip area, this is very, very intense for women because we hold a lot of pain when it comes to childbirth. I know for me, my hips hurt for three years after I gave birth. Really? Oh my God, I had to get, to, I mean, I still have to get chiropractic work just to keep things balanced. And it depends, I have inverted hips, which makes it hard to give birth, mm -hmm, in fact. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like they say, childbearing hips, the blood, like, like Coriel <laughs> here, yeah, yeah, yeah. sister got the childbearing <laughs> hips, you know, her hips go out. So maybe a little easier for you, difficult for me. So we hold a lot of trauma there through different types of sexual experiences and all those things. Plant medicine. Let's talk about it because the people are talking about it, but are they talking about it with the right people? There's a lot of misinformation <laughs> out here on these internet streets. Yeah. And I can vouch for you, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Let's let's talk about that too, having people yeah. on these platforms that you can't, can't vouch for. Yeah. Okay, we can vouch for Aki. I know that you are not just out here doing something you heard about, right? There's, there's certain things that you've experienced yourself personally mm -hmm. several times over before you start introducing them publicly, right? That's so true. just talk briefly about what plant medicine is and maybe like some of the types of plant medicine for gotcha. people who may be unfamiliar. Understood. Um, so plant medicine, first of all, this is in what I would call ancient technology. This is indigenous technology. Indigenous people have been so openly and so so divinely connected to nature in such a way that they were able to intuit certain plants to bring together that would create what we consider a psychedelic or spiritual experience. And in that experience, uh, people are able to address many different things. Um, they're able to address life traumas, they're able to address addiction, they're able to address all types of you know PTSD, different types of pain and um, fear. And this is something that has been very hidden for a long time, but it's certainly become popular, I would say just in the last decade or so, more than ever. Mm -hmm. um, but these medicines, uh, for me, what's so important is that not only are they sacred, but they can be, um, they can be very helpful as a healthy or natural replacement for some of the very harmful drugs that we are being told is gonna help us to get over some of these things, but they're really just, they're not addressing the root causes. It's pacifying the It's problem. very much pacifying mm -hmm. the issue, right? So that to me was my interest. It, that's how I got involved with it because I really wanted to understand not only how to address any residual hurt or pain that I may be carrying in this life or from the last life, but also I wanted to understand how I could help clients and help loved ones to start to heal themselves because I worked with people that no matter what I taught them about, you know, exercise, diet, they were not able to truly heal themselves. I don't care, I've worked with cancer patients, I've worked with people with sickle cell, I had so many people that they had emotional trauma that they were holding on to. So I figured maybe through plant medicine, I could help them to overcome some of the mental spiritual issues so we could help the body to heal. And I think that's the importance of even talking about these, these um, resources, I guess, these mm -hmm. non-traditional um, or things that, that us culturally, because truly, we are the originators of a lot of these things, but Absolutely. it's gotten lost over the years and Very through much. the generations to the point where now so many people are like, 
this is witchcraft. This mm. is, you know, all of these negative connotations when this was the original. Like, I know you didn't think That's that these point. pharmaceutical companies have been around yes, for that long, right? So <laughs> yes. what do you think the medicine lady was doing? Absolutely. Like, what do, you, what do you think people were doing before westernized whatever came along? Specifically for mental health. Mm-hmm. Because how much trauma have we all seen? You know, I, I'll say, you know, I'll speak specifically. My grandmother, for example, my grandmother was a nurse and a mother of five. One of her children was special needs, and one of her children, her only son, was burned in a house fire 85% of his body. Now, I'm a mother of a boy. You're a boy, Mom. We know when our child don't breathe right, the way that that feels, it's traumatic. You feel like you're, you're, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about what that would do to a woman's pain body who still has to show up for all four of her children and a special needs one. I think about her having to show up at work and smile, her having to show up with her husband and her church family, et cetera, what that took from her in strength. So when I think about what we've passed down in trauma, fear, uh, just being in an environment where racism has been the majority of the experience for black people in America alone, brown people have such need for these medicines. Mm-hmm. That also for me was a, a huge interest. And I can proudly say that I have personally brought in maybe over two to 3,000 people into plant medicine, black and brown people here in the Midwest and the South. Um, I'm one of the first women, black women, to bring plant medicine to the black community. And it, it's such important, such necessary work um, that you're doing, and then having the conversation to educate people about it. Because otherwise, you know, that little thing will pop up on Instagram, the fact checkers. That's what I feel like our lives yes. have been full of, like oh those my. fact checkers that are trying to tell you something that they don't even know. They don't even they don't know the truth, yes. but they want to fact check what they, you know, what they think you got going on and Absolutely. just steering the conversation in different ways. And the people are truly suffering mm-hmm. because they are afraid of mm-hmm. what could truly save them or heal them at least. But we're Absolutely. so caught up in the fact that, you know, our doctors are the end all be all. Our mm-hmm. doctors have our best interest at heart. The pharmacist down at the, you know, at the pharmacy mm-hmm. is going to save your life. And mm-hmm. that is not the case. And mm-hmm. so I think just having these conversations about there being alternatives, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to only, you know, there's more more than one way, I guess, mm-hmm. to, to yeah. find a solution to the you got, problem. You got options. And I think it's important to note, too, um, that, you know, ayahuasca, uh, psychedelic uh, fungus, you know, all of these things, they're not necessarily um, tools that, that cure and fix anything per se. And I think that's very important because people, you know, they may say, well, I knew this person and they did that. And, you know, their, their character is still flawed or they're still dealing with trauma, you know. And I think that's important. I, I want to state that these things open the door for more possibilities of healing, mm-hmm. maybe deeper possibilities of healing. But at the end of the day, the human will is still in effect and you have to, and divine will is still in effect and you still have to choose your healing mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And have responsibility. Take some responsibility accountability. I think it's super important. Um, one of the issues um, specific to women that keeps coming up is fibroids. Mm-hmm. And I, you've been, 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 mm-hmm. okay? And again, she ain't new to this, y'all. 
Aki is not talking about this stuff because it's popular, because it's trending on TikTok. You've been talking about this stuff when it wasn't cute, when yeah. it wasn't the cool thing to talk about. Right. Um, so you have like the fibroid elimination mm -hmm. um, diet. You've yeah. got all of the things, but base level information, what mm -hmm. is a fibroid mm -hmm. and how, how, how does it like show up in our lives, I guess? Mm. Great question. So yes, fibroids affects one in three women in the U.S. And this is a, a really a, a pandemic of crazy proportions for black women and women of color. And everyone wants to understand why there's this huge disparity, you know, uh, with us. And the root of it, honestly, is lifestyle, it's environmental, and it's cultural. Mm. Um, and it's definitely emotional, it's spiritual, and you really have to address the full body, the whole of a woman in order to get rid of this, but a tumor is basically just an uh, excessive tumor that is growing uh, in and around the ovaries, and it creates a blockage for women for childbirth. It, it stores up all the nutrition in the body, it holds blood, and it creates uh, heavy bleeding pain. Um, it can create infertility. And this is a, it's, it's a huge problem for, for most women. And typically it's handled through surgery. Just cut and, it out, right? um, hysterectomies, unfortunately, yeah. I literally saw someone post, um, just post about their experience. They had just had a surgery. When I tell you there were over 100 comments of oh, wow. women that were like, yeah, mine's scheduled for two weeks from now, or I had mine last wow. summer, or girl, I'm ha And I, I'm sorry, yes. what? This is just every time y'all are just ordering them up like yes how every time I talk what about is happening? this that is, that is the case women are like whoa man I wish I would have read this before I just got out oh yeah I just I got mine is scheduled for next week I mean it's so normal crazy absolutely well this is this is what happens again like you said when we have a culture that we believe wholly and fully on the medical system to treat an issue that is in fact preventable that is in fact possible for you to shrink and eliminate your fibroid. I don't care what anybody tells you, it's true. I've experienced it with many, many women. We've had a woman who shrunk up to 40 fibroids in her body so this can, and had children, so this can happen. You don't have to go under the knife in order to heal, but it has become common because it's the convenience mm -hmm. and the lack of knowledge and education. And it's like the quick route, right? It's like. The weight loss surgery versus the weight loss journey. The Absolutely. weight loss journey, like getting in the gym versus going to yeah. have. Because it's a journey and a lifestyle change. And the we don't want to stop eating what we do, right? Because when you tell someone, okay, you can heal this naturally, but you're gonna have to cut out this, 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 and this. It's mm -hmm. like, nah, I'll just go get the surgery. Absolutely. But then they can grow back, which is what I just found out. Oh, so yeah. you get this surgery and don't change your lifestyle, and then you can end up back in the same. Oh yeah, situation. you know what? These little, what I call little monsters, <laughs> these little, literally little monsters. Because if, if you've seen a fibroid, you can Google this. They they're have pretty ugly. They're really nasty, and they sometimes they even have uh, like teeth and hair, and it's very, very, very interesting. Um, and I talk about this in my book, Fibroid Elimination Recipe Guide. I have a digital series that we're actually just finished producing, editing that's coming out, um, the Fibroid Elimination uh, Lifestyle Guide. And this, um, it's a lifestyle and it does take discipline, it does take work, but if you look at it, sisters who are listening, if you're dealing with a reproductive ailment issue, fibroids, you need to change your lifestyle anyway, because as Coriel just stated, they can come back. So you may go do the surgery, but that's not gonna address the root issue. And the root issue 
when it comes down to it, it's excessive estrogen, it's stress, it's lifestyle. And when you, st it's a rabbit hole, right? I watched What the Health in 2012. Mm. Totally changed my life. Yeah. I didn't get off track. I probably need to, to go back again. again. Right? I probably need to go back and scare myself again <laughs> to get back on track. But there's so many things fighting against us every single day. Mm -hmm. Outside of the food that we eat, that's yes. probably the hardest thing to give up. But mm -hmm. drinking out of a plastic water bottle. Yes. You know, there, there's estrogen in so many things that it's like, yes. but we don't know. So yes. if you don't even know that, you know, that there's estrogen in things outside of like, Mm -hmm. what you're eating, then you could think you're doing right, but then yes. you're still... And you're still not you're on still point. Not. You know, we we do all the research on making sure we have the best credit card, we got our Sky Miles, you know, we got go the best, you know, hotels, resorts, vacations, hair, nails, we gonna do all the research, making sure these hair and these nails is together and this whatever. You know, we've got to get our values together. Mm. And that to me is what it comes down to, is our value system is messed up. So if you're going to go and spend, you know, $500 on a bag or a pair of shoes, then you may want to consider your $150 grocery bill and go to Whole Foods or go to Sprouts or go and create relationships with your local farmers and local gardeners because this is what's going to actually save your life and the quality of your life. And I used to have a lot of people that would say, oh, well, Chef Aki, you know, nobody's going to live forever. You know, we all going to die from something. You know, and I would say, well, surely we know that, but I, I don't want nobody wiping my behind when I'm getting ready to get up out of here. I don't know about y'all. I don't want nobody have you know trying to tell me what I need to do with my money because now I'm senile because I have so much lead in my brain. I don't want to not be able to hold my grandbabies because my fingers don't work because they're curled from arthritis. I don't want to be in pain. I want to thrive throughout my life, and I got plenty to do. I have the big life to live, so I want the quality of my life. And I'm trying to be young, fine, and juicy for a long time. Come on, honey. fine and juicy. Yes. So. Fine and juicy for <laughs> as, long, as long as we possibly can. It's funny that you said we got to get our values together because that makes me think of the whole high-value man, high-value woman mm, conversation. Come on. So I put up a post that was like, um, uh, you know, if, you're, if this high-value man shows up in this way, he has all of the money, not that much time, and he going to cheat on you versus the man that might not be considered high value makes a quarter of the money this man makes, got all the time in the world for you and is faithful mm. and loyal. Mm. Who are you gonna pick? Mm. And the conversation was, well, what is high value? Because if you don't have no morals and values, how can you be a high value man? I don't think high earning and high value are the same, but that to me is the conversation. It's like, Facts. that's the definition of high value is you got, a, you got money in the bank, so you're a high value man. But Absolutely. Are you a high value woman if you really don't value your your like the internal your internal systems? Mm. Are you high value if you are wearing you know you drip down to the socks designer mm. everything, mm. but you don't care about your health, your wellness, Come your on. spirit is not right? Come on. How can you consider yourself high value? I think that the internet, Instagram, reality TV has just skewed our perception of like being a good person yes like that is valuable being Very a good much. person and i think luckily i think the frauds are starting to be exposed mm -hmm. i think we're starting to see like who's really good people mm -hmm. and what are you valuing because mm -hmm. you get to decide what is high value based on what yes. you value absolutely that's an amazing conversation that is necessary this is something i wanted to touch on for a long time because that was the first thought i had when i first saw 
our, our beloved brother who's passed away now, Kevin Samuels, rest in peace. I don't wish nothing bad on you, but him perpetuating that idea out into the black community of high value male being strictly based on your income is ridiculous. Do you know how many wealthy men have been left because their prostate is toe up and they have ED and they cannot perform. <laughs> so she done ran off with half your money, high value brother, and she is giving the cookies to, some, to Pookie and Ray Ray, fresh out the county, okay? <laughs> because part. she is being satisfied, okay? So that, that conversation was always ridiculous to me as far as value is concerned because we understand that the number one value is you gotta love God, and that's how I feel about it. And to me, loving God means so we can address all the spooky people in the room. If y'all think I'm being spooky, I'm not referring to that. I'm saying love God, meaning you love truth, you love wisdom, you love integrity, you love high moral character. If it ain't about divine law, divine order, divine union, divine marriage, then we're not talking about nothing. You don't have no integrity. You don't have no value. You don't have no value to me. That part. <laughs> So who has value to you these days, Aki? Is Aki mm. single out in these streets? Let's talk about I it. I am single. Aki said she wants to talk about these niggas, so let's get into <laughs> it. Let's get into it. Aki I am, single? I okay. am single. Yeah, I'm single. Um, and I was talk I was on, a, what's your brother's podcast, Finesse. girl? Jonathan. It's a child. He's so funny to me. He's so cute. He's so funny. Nah, um, he's so cute. <laughs> he is so cute. He is so cute. I mean, he's, you know, that's, you know. Was we, he flirting with we're you? Not, we're not was in the same arena. Was he flirting with you when you did his, um... He was not. He was not he flirtatious. No, he said you're so beautiful. Mm. He just no. He treated me like a he queen. He's very different off camera than he, he is. is. Very, very much so, like playing a role. Oh, absolutely. Very you know, so. he, totally. And I get it. I dig it. It's Do your thing, It brother. works. It's, it works, right? But but no, real Jonathan was very respectful. One thing about Mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, you you recognize a, a queen when you see one, and that's fine. And I, I was respectful. And I think that, you know, brothers know when it's Who they safe. can play with. Right. <laughs> that part. They, they know who they can play with and who they can't. So, that, and, and he said that. I, he said it must be difficult for you and that the men that you would even consider, it's like a 0.001% chance because you are a plant-based woman, you are a woman of value and integrity, you're not trying to play no games, you are a woman who has a career, you know, um, you're a world traveler, you're a global consciousness woman, woman spiritually yes. conscious cultured woman, and, and, and I, most people don't maybe don't recognize but i'm actually very revolutionary i'm very much a black first kind of woman and that's you know something that i really bond with coriel on is she's all about her community and i'm that kind of woman as well so even a brother that had that that doesn't have that Won't stand it, it wouldn't work it wouldn't work who would work <sighs> who's your celebrity crush oh i love this um celebrity crush mm. <sighs> If I had a celebrity crush, it would possibly be someone like, mm. oh God, this is so. It's not that hard, Aki. <laughs> Who is it? Tell us. You know, there there are celebrities that are gorgeous to me, but I just can't crush on you because I don't know your value system. I don't know how you get Okay, down. let's say they, they have great value. Aesthetically, I mean, <laughs> okay, value aesthetically, I, mm, who I think is a beautiful brother. I think Method Man is Girl, a beautiful brother. Girl, I was brother. about to say, let me go first, and it was going to be Method Man. Damn it. I Damn love, it. But you know, but me, I, Mexican Man got the jab. So it, Did me, he? Method Man got the oh, jab, honey. Because so. that's why Red Man didn't do this. Sh- yeah. See, now that, yeah. see, now, now that I'm would be a deal breaker. So let's talk about that. Because this I can't is a safe space to talk about that. Is it, can you say jab? Will YouTube block us? No, I think so. Let's call it the. The. You can't poke. <laughs> As if jab like and poke, poke are not the same. Okay, so that very when during the pandemic, mm-hmm. that definitely separated people. Absolutely, it drew a line in the sand. Either you over line here, in the sand. or you are a conspiracy theorist, crazy person. Where we were definitely half eye planning the crazy pool, right? We planned the crazy pool right here. Now the world has shown that we weren't so crazy. Right? That's right. Um, but I was saying to my husband, we were very much so on the same page. Good. The pandemic is going to expose, though, mm-hmm. what, what side were you on? And a lot of relationships and marriages did not last because people were like, wait a minute, you believe what? Wait a minute, you doing what? Wait that a minute. A they were not on the same page. And I for sure remember thinking like, oh, my God, dating right now? <gasps> Having to have those tough conversations about yes. what you believe, what you're yes. willing to do. Yes. So would that be... I'm just mm-hmm. asking you though another answer. Would that be a deal breaker for you today? Someone who it is took the pokey pokey. It is the a hokey deal pokey. Mm-hmm. I had a, a beautiful, intelligent brother that I was recently chatting with, and I was uh, hesitant to ask. I was hesitant to ask because you don't want to know the and truth. And I was like, "Oh, I don't want to even know the truth." And as I kind of crept, 
into, you know, and he said, yeah, I was, I was forced. And so, that's okay, what so pissed that's, me off. That, that part. So is this it, is an amazing brother and he was forced in his So situation. it's not okay even if he was forced? No. Because now we have a biological problem. That to me is too great to play with, and I I cannot play. I feel like this. I have superb DNA, and we want and we want to keep it that way, like that. We want to keep it. I mean, the God. I hope this video don't get flagged and taken down, but we're here now. (laughs) We in it, so here we go. Um, the consequences, like the threats behind it all, the fact that they were letting people out of jail early if they, you know, agreed to. Yes. It was just so much crazy stuff that I felt like I have to be living in a simulation. Honey, they was giving out fried chicken and strip dances. Free donuts. They were. Krispy Kreme they were. and popsicles. They, I said, what in the hell? And at some point, your common sense has to say, you know what, if they giving out anything, like I know your parents taught you when you were young, if somebody's just handing out free, you don't want to take it. Mm-mm. Something's, it's contaminated, it's Something tainted. Right. And now the the you know the fact that they are they will say like specify like we want blood from people like if you're donating blood mm-hmm. non vaccinated blood mm-hmm. or non you know mm-hmm. it's like yes so so we're superior at mm-hmm. this point mm-hmm. because we are not genetically modified we're non GMO yeah we're non GMO over here I'm gonna get the t-shirt and you know it's no shade because my heart truly goes out to several people who I know did not want to do it and for their livelihood. I mean, this is this is a this is a civil issue. This is a legal issue if you ask me. But you you know, you cannot force people or coerce people. That's right? what it was, coercion. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was a coercion and that to me is where we we got a bigger issue now. Okay. Yeah, because personal freedom is not that whole my body, my choice. That went right out the window. Right. We were just the year before yelling my body, my choice, and now and now you don't have no choice. This your body is belongs to us, and you got to do what we say if you want to work this job or if you want to. Yes. Yes. Go. I mean, it, it got so crazy to the point really where bad. it was literally like, okay, like you said, I, it's me, it's it's me, you or me. Like I have to choose myself, and so many people we're not in a space financially mm-hmm. or logically yes. to choose themselves. They got caught yes. up in the fear mongering, which mm-hmm. is, you know, you gonna die if mm-hmm. you don't do this. And mm-hmm. now it's like, well, you might die cause you did it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was so much misinformation going on at that time. And there was so much flagging. I just saw a video from Mark Zuckerberg where he specifically said that we, we just didn't know what to do. And now we see that we put out a lot of information that wasn't Holy true, and we flagged and you information. Information that was. That's what he yep. said. We flagged information that could have actually been helpful, but there was just it was too much, too fast, and we just didn't know what to do. So we just stood on the side and of whatever. And they were being directed on what science, to do, also. And the science. <laughs> that part. That part, and so for me, my my standard of 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 life and personal code, because we got to have some personal code. Same way we got to have some values, we got to get on code, like my boy Tyreek say. We gotta have some code. And for me, the, the code of the universe is that I trust nature first and foremost. I trust God, I trust creator, the end. Now, everything else after that, if I'm in a situation where I didn't broke my knees and my legs and y'all gonna have to sew me back together, we gonna figure it out and you ain't gonna do it unless I get the jab, then I'm gonna have uh, the, the poke, then I'm gonna have to make a different decision. But as, as in, if, in my full autonomy and health, I'm gonna choose nature and I'm gonna take these herbs. I caught COVID three times. Did you? Three times. My son twice. My mate twice. 
And I said, Aki, what are we going to do? We better get our oregano oil, get our collodial silver, get our quercetin, what we call the Z-stack. Get that quercetin, get that vitamin C, get that vitamin D, get that zinc, and, you know, go through it. And I had toilet paper from one end of the house to the other until it was over. And I laid out in the sun every day, and I drank my vitamin C, and I did what I had to do. And it was not fun. But something, but was, in the, something was in the air. Because the, it was real. At first, I didn't think it was even real. Remember, we thought if we was black, we wasn't going to get it. We ain't getting it yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But something. That theory went out. That theory went, went right out, out the, the door. Because my chest was like, <gasps> I was like, <gasps> The crazy thing, though, that is eventually was like, okay, you go get tested. You positive. But they still sending you home. There's still nothing to do. There's still no cure. There's no remedy, really. There's no remedy. So mm -hmm. what are you going to do anyway? Yeah. You're still going to get the oil of oregano. You You're still going to get you a ginger shot. You're still going to try to figure it out because there's no solution. They're just taking note, I guess, of your positive status and sending you on. Apps, and that's with everything almost. And we always have to keep that in mind. People are so quick to go run to the doctor. But you don't have no real life plan about how you're going to heal yourself. You know? And you're fully relying on someone else. I, I remember, and I think I told you, when my child was about one, mm -hmm. and my child's uncircumcised, okay? Y'all don't come for me. I got my reasons. And so he went to the... You see, I didn't say anything. My <laughs> husband already talked to me. Go ahead. And there you have it. So now, I my, my baby stayed with his family, and they didn't understand how to clean his penis properly. He was very young, and so he got an infection. And with this infection, honey, when I opened that diaper, it was like, oh, my God, what is kind of alien infestation going on here? It was crazy. It freaked me out. And I got so scared that I ran right to the doctor, right? That's what we do. We get and scared and go to the doctor. That's right. And they started poking on my baby and doing all kind of stuff. And he was screaming bloody murder. And I was losing it. And they subscribed, you know, prescribed some medicine. I took this antibiotic. I went home. I gave him half of it. And I got a phone call a couple hours later, and they said, man, we're so sorry we gave you the wrong prescription. And I said, oh, <laughs> you did what? And I'm like, well, what, am I, what did I just give my son? And they're like, well, come on back up here and get the other prescription. I said, okay. I go up there, and they say, um, ma'am, I said, well, here's the previous bottle. You know, give me the other one. They said, okay, that's gonna be another $100. And I said, so I don't get a refund for the, the wrong prescription? They were like, no. I said, you know what, keep your bottle. The nerve of y'all. Keep your bottle. Thanks for the for the message. And I realized in that moment, Aki, you got this. This ain't nothing but a bacteria. You know what to do. And what did I do? I went home and got my herbs. I got everything I need. I made my little poultice, put it on my baby. And by the morning, his penis was just fine. He was back to normal. And right then I said, I cannot play both sides. I'm going to have to make a choice about am I going to get freaked out and run to the doctor every time? And I got to rely on these people to potentially poison my child and make it worse than it was. That is the crazy. This whole medical malpractice. Like, if we really started doing research hmm. on the medical malpractice, the fact that these doctors are literally practicing, yes. right, on you, with mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. hoping that whatever they prescribe you mm -hmm. is going to fix the problem. But we all know it's not going to actually fix the problem. Mm -hmm. It's going to pacify the problem um, and lead you to the next drug for them to prescribe. Yes. It's just this revolving door of foolishness because we're giving all of the responsibility, all of the power over to these people who are paid by pharmaceutical companies to prescribe mm -hmm. these pills. Well, see, when you say that, you know, we in murky waters. 
You know what I'm saying, sister? We, we, we're in dangerous waters and dangerous territory when you talk like that because this is what I experienced when I released my TED Talk, you know? And um, I was so excited to do my TED Talk. And I said, whoa, I'm gonna make sure everybody sees this TED Talk. This is gonna be the most amazing 17 minutes of indigenous wisdom and knowledge. And I put this TED Talk together and, um, you know, they, they, they flagged it. They mm. flagged it and it went out. But on their page, they flagged it and took it down eventually. And that's because of this very conversation that when we start talking about how we can help ourselves and heal ourselves and we get into the history and the foundation of the medical system and what's at the root of it, this is, we, we have to learn to have autonomy in everything. That mm -hmm. means our agricultural systems, our medical systems, our mental health systems, our spiritual systems, um, our, the way that we do relatedness, you know, how we do therapy and counseling for relationships and marriage, those systems. These are all systems of operating and code and value that we have to get back to or we are fully leaving it up to chance. And this is why I love uh, what our brother, Dr. Umar, we video was, look, just went viral. We was just, I was, I, look, I was coming around the block. I'm coming around the block because we talk a lot about this back and forth between men and women, specifically black men and women. I'm going to say specifically because I don't know what white people are doing right, right. over in, in their world. Right. But it's a lot of black and back and forth on these podcasts specifically. It's like, it's well, the men crazy. should do this. The women need to it's do that. It's crazy. And we're, there's no commonality of us saying, okay, instead of fighting each other, let's fight the problem. Yes. Right? Let's come up with a solution yes. so that we can pull our families yes. back together, which is what's important to me. It's not, okay, well, men need to do this. Women need to do that. What do we both need to do so that we can come together and yes. fix the family, which is yes. the root and the foundation of all of this other stuff, right? So recap or summarize um, mm -hmm. the Dr. Umar clip. You know, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen, um, and, and the world has never seen black men have the voice and the platform in this way that we're seeing today. And it's very powerful and it's very important. And I really commend men for being so expressive. I really do. And I watch all the stuff. I'm one of those girls. I like my medicine strong. You know, <laughs> if, 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 if I am out of line, out of order, out of my feminine balance, and men got something to say about it, I'm tuned in. I'm like, okay, what, what, so what we doing wrong? What's going, what I need to, you know, cause I want to master myself truly. And so, and I got, I have work to do, we all do. And so I listen and I've been hearing, hearing for them and trying to hear for their heart and their soul and what they truly are asking for from us. What's happened is that now it's turned into a, let's just beat these women into the ground the red and, pill. and just make them, just humble them to such a degree that now it's, it's there's shame and there's guilt and there's so much pain because at the root, that woman is saying, I didn't know how to be or what to do because I didn't have a dad. I didn't have no structure and order. When I look around in my community, I don't see men really being masculine. The, these guys are my homegirls almost, right? Literally right now. And so there's, a, there's, there's the messaging that we're getting from a lot of the male podcasters in this gender war that's ridiculous but they're not bringing it home for us to heal together. And that is what Umar did today. And I'm so grateful. And what, in surmising, what he said was that at the end of the day, you can go back and forth all you want to with these women about the choices that she makes and how she shows up. But you, King, black man, 
are the leader of your community, if you are truly the man, the head, the masculine, the leader, then it's fully your responsibility to get your house in order. And the women and the children are your house. And the men attempted to say, well, it's not my responsibility. Uh, she went out and had them kids. I ain't got nothing to do with me. She got with Pookie and Ray Ray. And he said Pookie and Ray Ray should not exist. That part. Black man, because it don't matter what she did or who those kids belong to, these are all our children and you are speaking individualism. And that to me is the cultural break that is at the root of the issue that black Americans are having because everybody else knows who they are. They, they know who they are, they know where they're going and they're working together for the one goal as a whole. We are still stuck in individualism mm -hmm. where we wanna get something for us and me and minds and good luck to the rest of y'all. And we have to have a holistic vision for black people as a nation and a community, or we will continue to see what we're seeing. That part. And I've said jokingly several times, like, I'm just basic black, right? I don't have no, I can't go home to mm. another place. Mm. I don't know the tribe that I come from. I don't have a family member off in Haiti that mm. I can, I don't have any of that, right? I don't know Same. my lineage. And I think so many of us basic black people who, this is all we know. Mm. If I can't name them, I don't know them, mm -hmm. right? I don't have a family Bible that goes mm. back 10 generations and I can pinpoint when mm -hmm. they came here. Mm -hmm. I don't have all of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the root cause of a lot of what's missing in the black community is we don't have a sense of community because we don't know, we don't have culture. Yeah. Black people, we talk yeah. culture, this culture, that. We yeah. don't really have any We've culture. We've been dismantled. We, we have, we don't have a language. We mm -hmm. don't have a, I mean, not for real, for real, mm -hmm. right? We don't mm -hmm. have a language. We don't have a religion that mm -hmm. we know came from us, yes. right? We know what was passed down to us from our oppressors. That's what we are repeating. And so I think because we don't have that sense of culture, mm -hmm. we don't have a sense of community. Your That's kids it. are your kids. Good luck to y'all, but I'm taking care of what I need to take care of mm -hmm. at my house mm -hmm. versus thinking about this whole neighborhood as being my community. Mm -hmm. Or your kids are an extension of me mm -hmm. because we're all a part of the same community. So what can I do to improve and enhance and add value back to everyone versus just feeling like I'm only responsible for mine. And I think in that clip specifically, he kind of humbled those men because it's like, well, how can you even claim to be a man mm. if you're okay with any child going without? Because he, mm. the men were basically saying, well, good luck. You know, I'm going to go over here and create my own family, but, you know, forget y'all. And it's like, well, how are you going to be the leader of a community when you don't actually care about the community? Absolutely. Great point. Um, that's exactly what was being said. And what you're talking about as far as community and culture is concerned, that is at the root of the issue and that our culture has been fully dismantled and we do not touch and agree on how we should move forward and with what, with what culture should we be moving forward in and I think that it would be best for us to move past whether or not we are the same religion we have the same amount of money uh, all of those things none of that's going to get us nowhere if we cannot agree on basic principles of living we know for a fact that right now if we needed to be fully sustainable with clothes food shelter electricity, the healthcare. basic health care, the basic things of life beyond your personal like principles and all those things. Beyond that, we are not even self-sufficient and sustainable in that. We were doing better in Tulsa, Oklahoma than what we're doing today. And we have more information, more resources, more 
right? But now we don't have the mentality to go with it. That part. And that is the part. So if we actually want wanted to move forward and have real earth power, what I would consider global uh, uh, respect, you know what I'm saying? And that's why we always get our ass kicked, you know, and, and going to jail and then we get online and complain about it and oh, so-and-so got murdered. You know, it's because of the global respect because black men, they're looking at you and the way you handle and deal with your woman and your children, unfortunately, this it, it's how they value luck. you. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's what it is at the end of the day. Yes, sisters got to get it together. But let's keep it real. We Women do what we think y'all like. We try to show up the way we think y'all like. That's why there's all this fake butts and fake this. And how many women are having these babies trying to hold on to a man? They having babies trying to hold on to a man because the men are not honest. I don't know how many brothers have tried to hit me with this poly this and poly that. We're having this polyamorous conversation, but half of the men who are talking that, they have no elder counsel from any elder men who have that experience. We're, 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 how, no resources you don't know how to, to manage. You don't have the re, the proper resources. Half the black men in America make forty fifty thousand dollars a year. Facts. So you don't have the resources to sustain that, right? And when you pull your penis out without protection, you don't have the you resources. You have no more control oh, over that seed. I thought the penis wasn't <laughs> enough for the resources. No, you you don't have any control over what the woman does with that seed, right? So if you're doing that then this could go many ways. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, those children are going to be looking to you as an example of how to be. So how are you showing up? Mm -hmm. Because women are going to be open and receptive as our nature to whatever the love and the expression of that love that you are bringing to the table. Typically, we're just going to receive. We want your instruction. We want your direction. We want your leadership. But you got to be in tune with divine will. And that means it's including everybody. You don't just walk past a hungry child. That part. You don't walk past a child that's out of, out of line. You help and talk to them and put them back in line. We're all one people. That's how the world sees us, and we have to start seeing ourselves that way. I love it. So for the people who are trying to get out into the world, who want to come on over to Belize or mm -hmm. attend um, one of your retreats, how can we find out more information and what do you have coming up that we can support? Awesome. So currently, September the 9th through the 14th, you can go to the SupernaturalWomanRetreat.com and you can certainly join me. There are a few slots available where we do an all-inclusive uh, beachfront property, five-star luxury resort where women can come together. I usually don't do more than 25 women. And we come together to do a lot of spiritual work as well as just have a good time and relax and enjoy ourselves. Um, for people who are interested in seeing the country and they want to learn how to move out of the U.S. and maybe go to a place like Belize, there's many, many options. On the lower level, there are people who maybe just want to go for six to months to a year and stay at a property and get to know and learn and understand the culture. That is an option, and you can reach out to me for that. But also, if you're interested in uh, permanently relocating there and buying land, maybe you want to... Um, uh, have some investment properties there. Lots of those options are available to you as well. And I'm involved with several different uh, developers who have lands in the north and in the south of Belize. So you can certainly reach out to me there. You can find me right on Instagram. Uh, you can reach out to me um, through my AkiTaylor.com. You can reach out to me and we'll be having Zoom classes regularly for people who want to get that information. 
I love it, y'all. We will make sure all of the information is in the description below. Make sure you share this episode with a friend. Don't flag me. Do not report me. If you don't like what we talk about, just log off, okay? <laughs> but if you did like it, share it with a friend. If you happen to be listening to this, leave your girl a review. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on any upcoming content. And take it a step further and go ahead and join our private community over on Patreon because it comes with some pretty bomb perks, including early and discounted access to our upcoming events, behind the scene exclusives with some of your favorite guests, the opportunity to call in on an upcoming show, the chance to vote on topics and guests for brand new shows, and I'm even giving you unlimited access to my vault of business classes where I'm teaching you everything from Airbnb to developing digital products and everything in between. And you can get access to our Patreon for as little as $5 a month, okay? Get in where you fit in, and I'll see you on the inside. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.